If you're dreaming, God is speaking. And what better way to learn to interpret your dreams than the Breathing Underwater membership? This is a monthly subscription mentorship where you will have access to monthly live Zoom calls where we do live interpretations and learn to hone our skills together in community. You will also have access to a private Facebook group with weekly video teachings, and there's more. You will also have a one-on-one 60-minute coaching call with me every month, and all for less than the price of a single coaching session. Because it is my heart to walk alongside you and see you grow into all that God has for you. So sign up today, join the community. We would love to see you there. We were designed to hunger for the deep things of God, to thrive on faith and wonder, to seek out divine wisdom that defies human logic. We were designed to unlock the mysteries of God. This is Breathing Underwater. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Margo. This is episode 27 of Breathing Underwater. Today, we're going to do something that I love doing, which is using a lot of metaphor and symbolism to glean a truth that God wants to speak to us specifically today about the deep things of the spirit. But before I jump into that, the number 27, such a solid number means things unveiled and revealed in God's presence, the light of truth. Things unveiled and revealed in God's presence, the light of truth. And of course, I can't help but think of Psalm 27, which is a personal favorite of mine. But verse one is, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? And as you see the content of today's show, is of course going to be just in line with that number. So here we go. If you are alive and breathing today, you know the story of the sinking of the Titanic. Whether you learned that in school or history books, or you just watched the movie with Leonardo DiCaprio, let's be real, that was so good. You know this story. And do we know what sunk that ship? Yes, we do. And while historians say that there are many contributing factors, really, there was one thing that sunk that ship, and that was the iceberg. imagery today because I was given a prophetic word through a vision. A friend had a vision for me about a year ago using this same imagery and it relayed a really profound truth to me and spoke to something that I really needed to hear in that very moment that has continued to unfold and continued to teach me and I feel I'm meant to teach you with. As we are in this series of The Deep, and we're learning about the different facets of the deep. One of the facets is talking about the deep things of the spirit realm. And this essentially means we're talking about spiritual dynamics that we don't see, 
We're talking about spiritual agreements, spiritual laws, spiritual creatures, spiritual beings like demons and angels and all of that. And I'm going to go more into those things in weeks to come. But I wanted to broach the topic today of unseen dynamics using this vision and this story of the Titanic to illustrate. So visions are interpreted really similarly to dreams. And the first thing we always want to know is, is this literal or is this symbolic? And are parts of it literal and parts of it symbolic? And that is entirely up to you and the Holy Spirit to discern in the moment. There are visions that are absolutely literal. There are open visions where you're watching something play out that actually ends up happening literally in the physical realm. And oftentimes too, they're very symbolic. Like the example of Peter on the rooftop when he went into the trance in Acts, I think it's Acts 10. Shoot, I'm gonna have to go look at that. He's on the rooftop and he's hungry, waiting for lunch to be made and he's praying and he has this trance. It's basically a vision, a deep, deep vision. And he sees the imagery of the blanket coming down with all the different meat on it. And he hears God say, arise, kill and eat. You know this one? And he's like, by no means, God. And I I won't go to the rest of the story, even though it's one of my favorites. But what he was seeing was metaphorical and symbolic of what God was actually telling him. God was trying to speak to him that there is no person that is unclean or outside of what Christ paid for. And essentially that he was to preach the good news to the Gentiles and that they were also going to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Because in the imagery, he was seeing pictures of animals and meat that were forbidden for them to eat in Jewish culture. They were not supposed to be eating those things. They were, they were deemed unclean by God. And so for God to say, here's these things, arise, kill, and eat these things, it was very offensive. It was like, what? No, we don't do that, God. But God was illustrating through imagery that Peter would understand that there is nothing unclean anymore. All that to say that is an example of a vision that was very symbolic, but spoke something literal about the natural realm. Okay, so the vision my friend had for me was this. She came to me and said, Margot, I had a vision that I saw the Titanic in the ocean and it was sinking. And I felt that God wanted me to tell you, tell Margot that the Titanic is not going to sink in her family again. It sunk before in her generations, but it's not going to sink in her in her life. And it was really simple, and she didn't even fully understand what she was saying, but I understood the meaning immediately. <clears throat> and this has been visual language that has continued to teach me and continued to come back to me to encourage me about what God is saying in this particular area of my life, and I'm going to share it with you. She did not know this, but I have been in a process, a a long process of eradicating some old generational injustices, mindsets, iniquities, if you will. Some say generational curses. I do think that's a good word to use as well from my life. And generational iniquities or mindsets or injustices are things that happened back in our generational line, oftentimes with people that we've never met. Sometimes it's grandparents, sometimes it's parents, but really it's usually generations back. And something that had not been 
repented of or turned around or dealt with back there spiritually has been allowed to come through the generations. Just like we inherit eye color and we inherit parts of our personality and and desires and God designed us to inherit from our generations so that there would be blessing that came through but there's also generational iniquities and oftentimes we don't know that they're there until something pops up in our life and we're like what the heck and sometimes we still don't know what it is this my friends is the iceberg let's talk about the image of an iceberg An iceberg is a monstrosity that can absolutely demolish and wreak havoc on a ship. And the majority of an iceberg you are never going to see, right? You know the phrase, just the tip of the iceberg. Like oftentimes we only see the tip sticking up out of the water. Sometimes we don't even see that much. But underneath the water in the unseen is this huge weighty entity that's going to take down a ship. So when she was speaking to me about the Titanic's not going to go down again, I knew immediately what she said because there have been big things in my family line that have, have sunk, that have come down and that have threatened to bring my ship down, if you will. And this ship is representative of my life my generations, my family, my legacy, the the blessings that were passed down to me, but also my calling to have a family and a legacy to continue to sail on into the generations. That's what this cruise ship represented in this vision to me. And in what I'm sharing with you is there have been icebergs that have threatened to take that down, but God has shown me a little bit above the water to give me enough caution to recognize like, whoa, this could actually take down my life. Or we've been sailing and something has popped up and I've said, what is that? This doesn't match up with like the decisions I've made. I don't remember agreeing to this. Why are these patterns continuing to happen in my life? Why do these injustices keep happening cyclically? I don't, I don't remember making any agreements there. Sometimes we make agreements in the spirit realm, which actually empowers a spiritual dynamic that we don't see. Our decisions are powerful. Our words are powerful. Our beliefs are powerful. And they actually hold energy in the realm that we don't see. By the way, don't be weirded out by the word energy. New Age has tried to steal that. Whatever. Energy is God's word. Everything has energy. If you want to talk science, everything has a vibration, truly. But we don't need to get into that now. So when I say energy, I'm just talking about the substance of things unseen, okay? We can make agreements that aren't truthful agreements that end up empowering some sort of demonic assignment or some demonic action. If you are seeing something happen cyclically, like a cyclical, a pattern of injustice or issue that keeps coming up, listen and look at patterns. Patterns are sometimes the tip of an iceberg that is showing through the water. This is a part of why it's important that we are walking with God and listening and keeping our eyes open because it's easy for us to go, ah, that pattern is nothing. What an interesting coincidence. Mm. 
Was it a coincidence or was it a spiritual pattern? Because patterns definitely speak to something under the surface. You might be dealing with a particular addiction that you're feeling like, where did this come from? Like this, why am I the only one that's struggling with this? My parents didn't struggle with this. I don't think my grandparents struggled with this. I would get curious about that. And I would say, God, where did this come from? And of course, there can be a lot of different factors that go into something like an addiction or any sort of issues that we're dealing with. I don't mean to say this is the only root cause, but this can be a root cause that we so often miss because we don't even know that it's a a spiritual reality. I would get curious and I would say, God, where, where is the root of this addiction? Is this come through something in me? Is this something spiritual? Does this come from my generational line that's actually been hidden until now? Because God in his beautiful kindness and justice will allow that thing to stay there until it's actually legally dealt with by the blood of Jesus. And you might disagree with me on this, and that is absolutely okay. Because God, Jesus paid once and for all on the cross, every generational iniquity and issue and sin was dealt with, period. I completely agree with that. And sometimes we have to actually appropriate that blood to a certain area of our life. Because as you know, it's not like our as soon as we received Jesus, our lives became squeaky clean and there were no more issues, right? Like we're, we're still working this out. It's still getting worked out. And so God in his kindness and in his justice and in his desire to bring full generational deliverance from issues that are hidden, he will allow them to come up in our lives. They will, they will show us the tip of their iceberg so that this thing doesn't take down the ship down the road. And often a part of our calling in our personal generation is to see those issues that we have, whether it's a bad mindset or it's a, an addiction, like I just said, or it's a pattern of something that we feel like we can't get free from, bringing that to God and saying, let's take this down together because his heart is to deliver and to heal and to completely eradicate that from your family line forever so that it is not passed down to your children or their children or their children. So in it showing up physically or manifesting in our life, it's actually a grace so that we can identify what's there and with the power of the Holy Spirit and the blood that was already shed on the cross, we can take that thing down so that it is not passed on. This is a reality of the unseen realm that these things are going on around us. And oftentimes God will speak to these very issues in our dream life. He'll use symbols to show us something that keeps coming up or to name something we might be praying about. I'm sure many of you have experienced this. And sometimes we can miss them because we don't understand how to interpret the dream, which is okay. There's grace upon grace. But as we take this more seriously and as we steward what God is showing us, we're going to get more and more breakthrough. We're going to get more and more understanding and unlocking. And this is absolutely something that God speaks about in our dreams. One of the things I think is so interesting about the story of the Titanic is there are so many contributing factors that historians say played a part in this. You know, this person blames this person and this person blames this person or this element or this thing. And some of those things are, I'm sure they're valid, but they're really interesting if we're going to look at them symbolically. So I have seen that some think that 
the captain was just going really fast. He was just driving the boat too fast. And that was a huge contributing factor. If he would have just slowed down, maybe he wouldn't have hit the iceberg. I've also read that there were binoculars that were supposed to be up in the crow's nest where you can see out that weren't actually there. So if those were there, they may have had more foresight and seen that iceberg coming from a distance. I read that the captain was actually on the wrong path and maybe didn't know it and ended up in territory he wasn't supposed to be in. I also read that it was a moonless night, meaning there wasn't light. There wasn't enough light to even see in the middle of the night. And what I think is interesting about all of these contributing elements, while they absolutely could have played a part, the focal thing that took down that boat was the iceberg. This was the issue. But if we're going to look at this symbolically, let's talk about the boat going too fast. How often are we plowing through life, right? That we're not even paying attention to the signs that God is giving us, which is why he's so smart and awesome and will speak to us while we're sleeping. He's like, cool, I'm going to maximize this time right now because you aren't hearing me in the daytime. Or sometimes it's not about that at all. It's just another area where he can communicate. What would the binoculars symbolize? Well, what do binoculars do? They allow you to see something that's far off as if it's up close. So that would give foresight. Maybe that's prophetic insight that God absolutely gives us in our dreams. And I think not just in our dreams, just through our life as we communicate with him. Are we slowing down and giving space for him to show us these things? Are we allowing the light to really illuminate? Are we asking God to illuminate the eyes of our heart so that we can see and know him better and know what's happening in our lives? Are we recognizing that there's even things that could be going on under the surface, that there are spiritual truths that aren't something that we're just going to tangibly touch? Are we making space for that? And are we on the right pathway? Are we really allowing Jesus to be our shepherd? Are we following him where he leads? Or have we forged our own path? Have we just decided to take everything into our own hands and barrel ahead in our own way? Because that does make a difference. Scripture says that God leads us on the best pathway for our lives. And sometimes it can feel a little confusing. Are you sure this was the pathway? This feels a little around the outside or God, this feels really hard, but he knows the landmines we're avoiding. He knows how to navigate us around the icebergs. He knows what he's going to bring us to face and what we don't ever have to see. And that is really his to decide in his sovereignty and in the beauty of his heart of protection for us. God is a father and he wants to protect us and he wants to prepare us for what's coming and warn us to get out of the way of certain things. And he also knows what we're made of and he's not afraid of showing us things that are under the surface so that we can deal with them with him even when they're hard. So this is something that God will speak to you about in your dream life. It may come in the form of something that looks really odd it may come in the form of a dream that feels more like a soul-based dream, which you know my take on that. I love soul dreams. It may be showing you, the dream may be showing you something, a dynamic in your heart, something that you're experiencing and feeling 
because there's a root cause somewhere further back that's important that you actually get to the root of so that it doesn't become an iceberg. Man, don't you just love a good metaphor? I seriously could never get tired of it. (laughs) Well, I hope this was informative for you today. Please don't hesitate to ask questions. I know that the topic of spiritual dynamics or generational iniquity can be really new for some of you, and that is absolutely okay. Please reach out. I'm happy to explain a little bit more about that or give you some scriptures to back up what I'm saying or even just hear your experience. So don't hesitate to reach out. As always, if you would subscribe or give a review for the podcast, that is going to help us get this content into the hands, well, more accurately, the ears of those listeners that God wants it to get to. So thank you so much for that. Next week, we are going to be talking about something kind of goofy and fun, but we're going to talk about symbolism and imagery, the underwater imagery and what those things mean. Because I bet you bottom dollar, some of you have been having underwater dreams, right? Yes, you have. And if you haven't, I bless you to have one tonight. Happy, happy dreaming. Happy dreaming.